And this is The House Call. Welcome to The House Call Podcast, The Fight Pit. We got a big UFC card coming up. UFC 284, it's a serious business. That's why we got the ties on right now, all right? But look, we got a massive card coming up. But before we get into that, this is all brought to you by Liquid IV, the greatest hydration multiplier in the world. If you're like me, you live in a desert and you like fruit, you might want to go get some Liquid IV, you know, spice up the water, hydrate you, and keep you nice and nice and rich because you'll have a discount code in the description. No better way of living. Make it happen. Let's get straight into this card. This card is not that stacked. It's been riddled with the injury bug. Paulo Costa versus Robert Whitaker got stripped off of this card. And man, that would have been fun. But we do got two big title fights, including potential double champ status. But let's get into the first fight on the card. That is the title fight. Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett will be fighting for an interim featherweight belt. Kyle. These are two absolute train wrecks of fighters. What's going to happen? Man, this is going to be fireworks. This is going to be just unbelievable. Yair Rodriguez is an electric factory. Josh Emmett just leads with his head and just goes to town every single fight. This is going to be ridiculous. It'll be a dog fight. I do think that Yair is going to be able to pull this one out. You know, he's... He's been on an absolute tear, and a lot of people are saying, oh, Josh Emmett's the veteran, he's got the experience. Both these guys are nine and two in the UFC. Uh, Yair's got actually one more fight because of the no contest with Jeremy Stevens, but whatever. They're they're really close, they're really similar. This is a great matchup stylistically. They're gonna just go out there and have a dogfight, and I do think Yair is gonna get a submission in the later rounds probably fight of the night uh but yeah no i'm going with a submission out of Yair rodriguez not a knockout for either man you might want to hit that money line if that comes to fruition but let's be honest this fight will be a finish i don't see this going to decision if josh emmett lands on Yair rodriguez's chin there's a very high chance Yair goes out but if Yair throws up a kick at any moment which he will throw plenty you might see a crippling Josh Emmett, although his beard is very, very fantastic. You see he's his got, beard on he, his Instagram? Man, that beard is unbelievable. I think he's it's got, I, honestly, I think he's got a steel plate underneath that because some of the shots Probably he's does. taken. But some I mean, both shots. these guys, they deal out oh, yeah. an absurd amount of strikes and they absorb an absurd amount of strikes. Exactly. They're both above four for both absorbed per Yeah, minute. they are absolutely insane. You're looking at some of the most granite chins, but they are fighting two people who can easily knock them out. All right, I will be going with Yair Rodriguez via third round knockout. But if I can give you any betting advice as a 19 year old who cannot even bet, you might not want to bet on this fight because just like that, you could ruin a parlay or your bet will miss because these two will be going out. One of them will. But let's get into it. You've got a potential double champ status. You've got debatably the greatest featherweight of all time moving up a weight class to fight the potential but next big thing in the lightweight division most it definitely i be. mean the prodigy of the greatest lightweight to do it could be Nurmagomedov. i mean this is this fight this fight is so good this fight is just so good man so good oh. i mean it is absolutely insane just a quick rundown alex volkanovsky is the featherweight champion of the world he has beaten pretty much everybody in that division. He's beaten Max Holloway three times. 
While Islam Makachev was not as impressive as a resume, just absolutely demolished Charles Oliveira, who I will admit, I thought Oliveira was going to trash Makachev. And what, what, what Makachev did to Oliveira, I got put in my place and I apologize. What a Because it was insane. What to a drop him like that and then just to immediately sink in an arm triangle. But Volkanovski does not tap. And he and says, oh. I will not be submitted. No, he I does will. not tap. And the big thing, he doesn't blink. He's unfazed by all of this, you know, the grand prodigy of Khabib, all of this, this great praise that's been lauded on Islam. He doesn't care. He spent an hour and 15 minutes fighting Max Holloway. And across those, you know, three fights, eight judges said he's the man. And I have I have picked against Alec Volkanovsky way too many times. He has never lost in the UFC. Islam has lost in the UFC. We've seen him lose. Knocked out cold. Done. So we we know that Islam can lose. He doesn't have that same air of invincibility that Khabib did. And I think that. I've just picked against Volk too many times. I can't do it again. I'm going Volk by decision. Volkanovski is a very big underdog in this fight. The size advantage is insane. Islam Makachev is a big lightweight already. He really should be fighting at 165 if the UFC makes that division ever because he is massive. One thing with people from that mountain range up there, that they cut immense amounts of weight. Habib cut a lot of weight. Magomed Ankulayev. I know he trains down here in Extreme, but he cuts a lot of weight. A lot of these people cut, and Islam Makachev walks around like 190. He's a big guy. He's huge. Volkanovski, though, is, even though he is shorter than Islam by quite a bit, has the longer stacked. reach and is immensely better of a striker. But There's when no you're doubt. going up a class, that power is a big deal. Islam, not a big puncher, but can still knock out somebody. Has done it. His strength is insane. Now, here's the thing, though. If it was Alexander Volkanovsky versus Khabib, I would 100% take Khabib because the way Khabib gets people to the ground is he pressures you into the fence and then uses the fence to take you down. Islam is very much a shoot in the center of the octagon. He likes the open ring, man. He wants the open mat. And with Volkanovski being such a short person with such quick reflexes, is Islam going to be able to just shoot on him and get and get a dominant position? Maybe. But are you going to be able to get your hands on the faster guy? If right. Islam does get his hands on Volk, I'm not thinking Volk has a chance, but it can go bad really quickly. Islam's yeah, no. freakishly strong. I struggle to pick this fight. I love watching Volkanovski fight. I think if he wins this fight, I think it's time to start talking about GOAT talks. But maybe start putting him in the top five. But right now, if it was anybody else in that division, I would take Volk. But with Islam, if he gets a hold of Volk one time, I'm nervous. Yeah, This absolutely. isn't Brian Ortega. This is a, a monster. I'm taking... Sadly, Islam Makachev. Oh! And I'm taking him by third round submission. As third well. round sub. I think, and I love Volk. And I think Volk is easily not? the better fighter. I think the way that Islam wins this is not as impressive as if Volk would win. 
but I think that Islam is so powerful and I think the way he's going to use his size I think he's going to be able to bully bulk a little more than if it was the other way around and someone from bantamweight was going to bulk so yeah I just I I don't also see a way Volk wins this besides decision. I, you're not submitting Islam. No. I don't see you knocking out Islam. The only thing I, only I can see... I can win by decision. Yeah, the only thing I can see is, like, you... I can definitely see Volk taking one of those big old legs of his and shooting a knee right as Islam goes in for a double leg. And that... Yeah. That's the only way that I can see a knockout. Otherwise, it's, yeah. it's decision for Volk. I, I feel like it yeah. has to be. It's decision for Volk. It's decision knockout submission for Islam, and it's. There's... I think it's the the fact that Islam has more paths to victory is what is just so hard about this fight because you're like, I don't know if Volk can knock out Islam. I don't know if I know Volk can't submit Islam, but like, Islam can finish Volk. Like we we're pretty confident about that. It's it's a lot harder to pick this fight because yeah. Volk's the more technically sound fighter. He is unbelievable as a striker compared to Islam. But there's not as many paths to victory, I feel like, for him. Go watch what Volkanovski does to Brian Ortega, Max Holloway, and Korean Zombie. I'm telling you that that is one of the best performances I've ever seen. What he did to the Korean Zombie, he has zero respect for that guy. Zero. It was he a said, dismantling. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But Islam's just the bigger guy. He's got more paths to victory. You know, you're, he's got everything going for him besides the where the fight's happening. So, yeah, I will be going with uh, Islam, Mahak, whatever the fuck you want to call him. I've heard Chael Sonnen call him something. I've heard... John Man, Chael P. Sonnen, just, he'll, t he'll take every response but the right one for pronouncing Undefeated a fighter's name, though. man. Undefeated. Dude, I mean, I hear him I hear him pronounce Islam's name, and I'm just like, you're adding L's and M's there that aren't there. There's like seven, there's 17 letters he's throwing in there. And... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is that, that's not his name. Undefeated, undisputed. Undefeated, undisputed. Man. But that's going to wrap it up today. I thank you all for watching. I think Kyle is also very thankful for you guys watching and listening to us talk about these phenomenal two fights we got on this card. There are some prospects on some on this card. It is out there in Australia, the land down under. Uh, what a great song, by the way. Down under, men at work. Go listen to that man song. In fact, I'm pretty sure Volk will probably walk out to it. If he doesn't, but, I'm gonna be disappointed. I'm gonna be disappointed. He always walks out to it. But I'm Connor. That's Kyle. This is the House Call Podcast signing off. This is...